Hey everyone, and welcome back to Any Crack with me, Shannon Callahan. Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. This is Any Crack, a podcast about Ireland, culture, America, mostly Philadelphia, history, assimilation, whatever you want, really. I'm your host, Shannon Callahan, and can you tell that today I was able to get a bit more organized than usual? Because <laughs> there's actually a bit of an intro here. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, um, today's episode is all about Dublin. It's not going to be a Shan's guide, though. I'm sort of doing things out of order, I guess. What I actually want to chat about today is from my own Dublin to-do list that I have on my phone. When I've been chatting to Peter and Sarah the kind of past episodes over the last few weeks, I kind of kept returning to this common theme in travel of people saying they feel like they've quote-unquote done a place because they visited it once and did all of the sort of big name touristy things. At least that's always kind of the impression I'm left with when people say that to me. Before I continue, I recognize the absolute luxury and privilege of being able to travel. And so for some, you might never be able to visit a place for a second time for any number of reasons. And I know that me personally, I'm currently in a state of convenience compared to my American friends when it comes to judging whether I'd visit certain cities again because my location gives me a bit of flexibility certainly for Europe but even kind of going further to other locations I'm I'm in a maybe a different or a better position for certain countries than and and cities than my friends back in the US and certainly you know there's places that is it's more convenient for them to get to as well. But just wanted to recognize that uh, before I continue. However, I feel like the sort of I've done comments are normally said to me anyway, quite casually and without any uncertainty of if a place could be visited again. It's more so, would I visit this city again? Rather than, could I visit this city again? And the answer is kind of like, no, I've done that. And it feels very final. So as I've been thinking more about why this bugs me, I've come up with a few answers. First, since I moved to Dublin, it's been said to me several times about Dublin when talking to people about visiting me. So obviously that's hurtful. <laughs> um, I live here. You visited once before I lived here. And that seems to factor more into your decision than the fact that I live here <laughs> and might have something new to show you or like that you just might want to spend time with me, um, even in a place you've been before. Secondly, and I think I might have already said this in the other episodes, it's just really a silly sentiment because imagine actually seeing and doing all there is to see and do in the city that you actually live in or or the town like that you live in or the city closest to you if you live in a smaller or more rural area even then there's probably so much more to see and do than you're even aware of and that's what it comes down to for me really is this kind of level of curiosity it's your own limitations on your imagination and curiosity that drive a sentiment like this for me, I think. 
You know, you might not like every tourist experience on offer, of course, but there's always more to see and do because cities are constantly changing and the nature of tourism and travel is constantly changing and the nature of tourism and travel actually limit your time to engage in certain spaces. So you're not actually capable of doing everything. Maybe you've done everything you think you want to do, but that doesn't mean that something new hasn't come up that could be of interest to you. So like, I'm gonna get off my high horse now. (laughs) If you're like still with me, because I know I can get kind of soapboxy about this, but there is something in it for me that like makes me want to keep kind of picking away at it and, and, and examine what's, you know, coming up for me. But I'll get off my high horse and um, actually get to my point. So the purpose of today's episode is to share with you from a note on my phone that is called Dublin To Do, though it has expanded to things and places outside of Dublin and indeed outside of Ireland over the years. This is a list that I originally started making four years ago with my friends from my program at Trinity. It once held like social and party ideas like drink down the wall and make your own sushi night, but it has now expanded greatly. I have, you know, categories and subheadings um, from restaurants I want to try to places I want to visit. It's just a list I consult every time I'm not sure what to do with my free time. So today I'm going to share some of these ideas with you, not as recommendations because obviously I haven't even done them yet, so I don't know if they're any good, but just to kind of inspire you as you plan your next trip somewhere. You can certainly use these if you're coming to Ireland, just don't forget to invite me along, but you might also just be inspired to see if there are similar experiences in your next bucket list city or even in your own city or town. To start, I'll just read off some of the categories on the list and then I'll pick some items within those categories to share a bit more about. Um, So categories include food with the subcategory of sausage roll spots, spice bag spots, and carvery spots. And then there's a food outside of Dublin uh, category or subcategory. I'm already confused. Then there's activities with experiences I want to try and then expanding that to like places and experiences outside of Dublin as well. I do have places and things categories for outside of Ireland, but I'll skip that for this episode because I'm trying to focus in. I also have a category for long walks and sea swims in and around Dublin um, because that's that's just me now. Food, of course, is a big deal for anyone while discovering somewhere new. Dublin isn't world-renowned for its food scene, but there are some really interesting spaces that I want to check out, so that's where I'll start. For example, there's a place called Six by Nico that rotates to a new six-course set menu every six weeks. I think it's every six weeks, Um, and I definitely want to give that a try. There are country themed menus so the current one I think is like Greece inspired and then there's themes so I think the next one is like Alice in Wonderland they had a circus theme um so it just seems like really creative and cool very up my alley um of course this is like not sponsored like nobody is so just sorry asterisk on that one 
um, that like nobody's have sponsored this. Like these are genuinely places that I want to go because um, I think they're interesting. I also have those subcategories of sausage rolls, spice bags, and carvery spots because I'm weird and I want to make a ranking of the best of for those categories in Dublin. I used to do this for wing spots. Like in the US, I did it in DC and in Philly. Um, and I tried to do it when I first moved to Dublin as well, um, which is why like Blue Bar, for example, is one of the spots on my food list in general for Dublin because they're meant to have nice wings. But I stopped because wings aren't really a big thing here. And like I just kind of found that I wasn't really there weren't that many places with great wings. So I if you do want to know, though, my favorites of those that I have tried the like wing spots I'm happy to share um but also if you want to go on this sausage roll slash spice bag slash carvery journey with me please shoot me a message and let me know because I would love the company I think food's obviously a really fun way to get to know people and like I don't know be silly and whatever so yeah if you want to join me let me know for activities in Dublin, I have things like going to the Cobblestone for live music, which I really don't know why I haven't done that yet, but there you go. They like have trad sessions in there and I've never been. I also really want to go to the Hellfire Club, which again, I don't really know why I haven't been there yet, but now is actually the perfect time because it's supposed to be haunted or whatever and it's spooky season. And then there's the, the Charlestown, I think that's how you say it, Castle. They do afternoon tea. It doesn't happen often, so I've like literally signed up for their newsletter to try and get a booking the next time they do it, just for the experience of kind of like a full high tea kind of um, hoity-toity kind of experience. There's a few distilleries I haven't been to yet that I'd love to tour. I still haven't been to Guinness either. <laughs> Um, but I don't know how I managed to avoid it for so long so I think it's kind of just a point of pride at this point as opposed to like anything else I'm just like yeah I still haven't been outside of Ireland there are lots of castles scenic walks fancy fancy hotel spas surf spots for when I finally learn how to do that yeah lots of places I want to go to outside of Ireland and then lastly I guess for this episode which will make it kind of a short episode I guess but um going to the categories of like walks and sea swim spots in Dublin I haven't walked Kalini yet so that is there and I haven't really gone into the Dublin mountains at all I say walk I'm like some people might use the word hike, um, which is a normal word. Um, I also haven't swam at the beaches in Hoth or like I haven't been out to Britta's Bay, um, anywhere like that. So those are on that list. Um, I had these great plans to do more sea swims and like long walks and stuff this summer, but then I got bit by a dog and it didn't heal until the end of July so it just kind of put a damper on my like illusions of grandeur of you know being a, a person who goes for sea swims I was bandaged up instead so I couldn't go into the sea but it's you know there the sea will be there for longer than I will exist on this earth so <laughs> I will have plenty of time to go and um, 
just see yeah the nice beaches go for nice walks get in the water if it's warm enough get in the water if it's not warm enough and just kind of have a bit of fun so yeah that's the highlights um from my Dublin to do in actuality there's hundreds of items across all of the categories like that's not an exaggeration this list is long but I didn't want to read them all off because that's boring and I have to keep some secrets to myself you know so yeah very quick very simple I wanted to kind of just I haven't figured out how I want to do the Shan's guide to Dublin because the other places that I've done the guides for well I suppose no my first one was a place that I've lived I was gonna say because the other ones I've done are for places I've just visited but that's actually not true I just haven't yeah I haven't figured out how I would want to do that episode so I figured what I would do instead is just kind of give you a little taste of the things that I want to do and the places that I want to go and what I think about when I'm organizing a day out for myself um you know being a tourist for a day as they say as I roll my eyes so yeah if you are Irish if you live in Dublin what is on your Dublin to-do list have you do you keep something like that is that just me what's kind of something that you want to be doing from art galleries to walks to restaurants pubs um activities that maybe not everyone knows about there's as I said there's a million things I haven't mentioned I didn't mention like club nights that I wanted to do or art galleries that I wanted to go to or experiences that kind of happen only at certain times in the year like I still haven't actually watched like the Paddy's Parade that kind of thing so if you are in Dublin yeah what's on your to-do list or what do you think you would recommend to people if they came to visit if you enjoyed this or other episodes, do please consider subscribing, following, liking, whatever the platform lets you do um, that you listen on, please do it. You can leave a review as well if you feel so inclined. Follow me at Any Crack Podcast on Instagram because I'm trying to be more active there, so there might actually be content if you do give us a follow. Just to say I will be on holidays for like almost two weeks and I'm kind of trying to queue up some episodes so I'm like trying to promise being more active on Instagram but I actually might not be until the end of October but still give us a follow it definitely helps <laughs> um and as always you can send love notes to anycrackpodcast at gmail.com until next time thank you for listening bye